Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you for hitting whatever button. Press play on the Holderness Family Podcast. You guys, for the past two months, we've been doing, you know, Tuesday, Thursday podcasts. So you are listening to our just regular old content. Thursdays, we were doing recaps of our time and the Amazing Race. We are going to bring you a few more of those Amazing Race podcasts with interviews, uh, hopefully with Ryan and Dusty and Kaylin Raquel and potentially some of the people behind the scenes, potentially some of the hosts. Well, there's only one host. We're going to try to grab Phil when he's got time. He's busy. So if those things are of interest to you and you have specific questions, let us know. But today we're going to be doing part two of our partnering with mental health. I don't know if we're going to call it a series. I don't know if there's going to be more to it. I, I have some other ideas. Um, but Interesting. We what are some of your other ideas? Uh, I'm going to get to that, babe. Oh, okay. Well, we could actually bring in actual experts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah I like that idea. Yeah, I'm not going to invent other mental health issues that okay. we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah. Last week we talked about partnering somebody with ADHD and some of the good things that come out of ADHD, but then also some of the ways we deal with ADHD in our marriage today is all about the anxiety. Yeah, which which by the way was a big part of the narrative when we were on the amazing race. I think both of our shortcomings or whatever you want to call them were on full display. And we were both very happy that they decided to keep that in there because I do think talking about it's important. Last week, we talked about how Kim lives with a person who has ADHD. This is the other side of the coin. This is how I've learned to kind of get the most out of my life and her life or do as well as I can with someone with anxiety. And also just how much I've learned about it through trial and error. 
Can I say something also? This is going to be my one ADHD moment. I feel like you're in the witness protection program right now. Right. Because there is a, a very bright window behind your... And I'm uh, totally shattered. And I can't see your face. You know, that's by design. Because you can, it's, no, I don't like it. It's early on Monday morning you're and... Very pretty and I can't see your face. I'm going to turn a light on so I can see your face. Oh, honey, there's like real not much to see. I haven't showered yet. Welcome to our life, you guys. Oh my gosh. I do not need professional lighting. I couldn't even tell it was you over there. Honey, it's why it's, I haven't I can still barely see you. Okay, good. Like there's, you're definitely wearing a very low hanging hat. I know. This is kind of to disguise the face. So I'll also just say if you are somebody who battles anxiety, um, for me personally, it it brings me, um, it's hard for me to talk about specific instances because I don't want to then go be re-triggered. So we are just going to be talking about things I need and how sometimes that's very different from what Penn needs and, and how that creates. It's hard, you guys. It, it's really hard to partner somebody like this. I think Penn does such a really good job, so which is why I kind of want to give him the microphone for most of this today. Because it's as hard as this is to live with as a human being, it's really hard to be, to partner with this. I also think one of my jobs as your partner is as kind of the optimist in the group Mm -hmm. is to celebrate the positives of this. And you heard me talk a lot about the positives of ADHD. I'm not sure that your brain is wired so that you can see some of the positives that your particular brand of... Kim is good. Even parts of your anxiety are good. And so I have like a list of just right off the top of what I think are great positives about the way that you are, which I think is, I think all of these things are tied to your hyper awareness and and your anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about some things that I've learned through moments in our marriage and in our relationship. I'm not going to get specific about those moments and I'll get to the reason why I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And you've, you have asked me to tell you what I've learned, tell you what I've learned to do in that situation. And then you've asked me to tell you the toll that it takes on me. Yeah, I think, I think we should be really honest with how hard this is. Right. And I think it would be a disservice just to talk about the positives. Right. And so I, I do talk about, I don't know if tolls the right word. It, it might just be like the uh, side effect. <laughs> okay. That's, that, a, that's a good word. I think side effect is a better word. Toll sounds like so heavy. It's not mm-hmm. a toll. There, but there are like anything, there are side effects. Mm-hmm. And you certainly have encountered some side effects with my ADHD, like having to drive two hours to bring me a set of keys or mm-hmm. um, cleaning up after yourself most of the time, which I'm sure for someone who has a brain that craves neatness and order, like that is just kind of like a punch in the face every time it happens. So right. I know that you go through this as well. I also think that, and I added, and I know this is going to drive you nuts, but I added some benefits to just about everything that I've learned okay. and how it helps me. Some of them are, are harder than others to, to find uh, the grass being greener on the other side, kind of like how you would feel about me leaving mm-hmm. uh, the keys on top of the car two hours away at a beach. I would, I would also say that when it comes to issues of emotion uh, with our marriage, you tend to be the optimist, but in our business and our daily life, I am way more the optimist. You're the, well, whether it's optimist or you're the one who reaches for the stars and and I am the one who says, let's just be happy with where we are. (laughs) Or no, (laughs) but yeah, I, I think I am, I am definitely the 
business and life optimist and you are the emotional optimist. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay. We, we take turns being optimists. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess you don't do a good job being optimistic about yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. emotionally, I'm not very optimistic yeah. personally. Yes. So, I mean, can we just start with the positives of this whole thing? Let's do it. Uh, so I think that you have great attention. You, you pay great attention in detail to the safety of loved ones. Mm-hmm. And that may not be like a sexy thing to say, but you bought a go bag last night. That was pretty awesome. Probably don't need to freak people out, but yeah. Well, no, I, I but honestly, like I looked at that, I'm like, hey, that's something I could use you know, at any point in time, like that was just you, in case we have to make a run for the hills at I, some point. In I don't case think, World War Three comes, I did buy a go bag. Can I say I don't think that you're freaking people out? I think just if you buy one, if you choose to buy one, that's okay. And I, mm-hmm. I just thought about that last night. I was like, you know what? That's probably something I wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. So we probably won't need it, but if we do, thank you. Mm-hmm. Your preparedness and your reliability helps us in a lot of parts of our lives particularly in our business. I think that like you, you keep things buttoned up. I, we know that it helped us on the amazing race. I know that this is not the amazing race side of the podcast, but if you didn't watch the end of the show, the reason why we were able to be so fast on the final challenge, which ended up being the reason why we won it was because of your preparedness, because of the notes that you took that started with a mindset that you instilled in me before we even left to go on the race, knowing exactly what the kind of challenge was going to be and the best way to get ready for it. And I've got a photographic memory and can remember most things, but I, I would not have been able to remember several of those things if you didn't, you know, encourage us to take these visual cues and challenges like by ourselves in the hotel room before. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if there's any more glaring example of how that helps. And just to to be clear, she does these things. She takes notes and she writes things down because in her anxiety, it helps soothe her. Correct. It's very calming to me. Something about just the act of journaling things. And if you read my journal, it would be so boring because a lot of it is just like a list of things I have to do, list of things I have done, list, I didn't, whatever it is, is very, very soothing to me just to document with like hand on paper. So, yeah. The biggest thing that I think you have done for me positively through your anxiety is you've taught me about empathy. I, I mean, I'm not made of circuits and wires, but I am guilty of being inside my own head sometimes. And you've taught me to, you've taught me how to really feel and sit with someone when they're not doing well. And I think the best example of that was when I wasn't doing well with my parents and their dementia, you were an example of the best way to handle that. You just like, I don't know how, but I would just be walking around like, hey, I'm fine. And you would just know, like, no, you're not. I have this superpower where I can not only feel things rising inside my own body, but I can feel them rising inside the bodies of others. And so not only have you helped me diffuse a lot of what could have been tough situations, uh, you've taught me how to feel that way for other people. And that's something that everyone should learn. No matter how much of a golden retriever they think that they are, you should you should learn empathy. Yeah, I think that empathy is, I, I'm going to call it a superpower of mine, but it is very draining. I can walk into the room if there's tension, if somebody's upset. Like I tend to take that on. So where I need to work on, like perhaps with some therapy is understanding that other people's emotions are not mine. So I I struggle with, of course yours, I want to take them on as my own. But if a friend is going through something, it will literally, it, it sits it, in you. It sits and it could submarine 
my week with my family if I have a friend going through something really hard and I have to, of course, like everybody does that, right? But I need to find a way to realize that like that emotion that is theirs and it, I can't help them in any way if I also go down there, you know what I mean? So I need to figure out what the balance is of empathy versus just submerging myself in mourning some a loss or you know i need to figure out a way yeah. to just not go to the depths well bring me in on that conversation because i'd love to know too you know i've learned pretty well how to legitimize all of your feelings internally but i'm still working on like why are you stressing about this other person <laughs> like i need to i, I want to hear what that's all about well just even what's understand. happening in ukraine right now right. Yeah, it, it, sitting from my home in north carolina am i Besides making donations and things like that, like what what does my voice or time or attention? How is that gonna? But I feel like if I read enough, it's gonna help. If I if I you know if I if I read enough stories, it's gonna help. Which is just not the way it is. And I feel very I've kind of taken that on mm -hmm. in a bizarre way. So I think it's wonderful uh, as long as it doesn't wreck you I right so that's the balance that right is like i still have to be a mom <clears throat> um, i still have to go to the grocery store i still have to do laundry so and if i'm in the depths of despair it's not going to help anybody right. okay so th this was not an easy exercise for me but kim asked me to talk about the, th the things that i've noticed about her anxiety and what the side effects are and and how i live with it and i this is this is not something that someone with my brain space would normally do mm -hmm. But I, I did my best and I want you to stop me if any of this makes you feel uncomfortable and let me know if I'm doing it wrong. So just please let me know all of these things. But this is 100% <laughs> subjective. Things that I have learned. The, the first one is, is important in the context of what I just said. Number one, she can talk about her anxiety. You probably shouldn't talk about her anxiety. Right? Like that's, yeah. and so, and then you ask, <laughs> you're asking me to do this, but you've told me in the past, please like, let this be mine. I don't like it when other people talk about it. Very, Correct? It, uh, you can talk about it in very general ways, but right. naming specific instances and, and saying like, remember how that bad that was and telling the specific stories about it in like, in the way that I can talk. And I would stop talking about it if it makes you feel uncomfortable, but like, oh, remember when you left the keys in the top of that, you know, you've brought that up. But for whatever reason, you or anybody else retelling the story of a panic attack of mine, yeah, it triggers something in me and I can't, I can't hear it. I I will say I don't like hearing about leaving the keys on top of the car. We can stop talking. It's about just it. it's because it's unbelievably embarrassing. Mm -hmm. um, I get that, but it's also funny. So for every, it's funny for everybody but me. Okay, well let's not um, talk about it. But that's we're not talking about me today. So anyway, I like I'm I'm just this is a rule that I am just learning. We do know that anxiety has no boundaries in time or space. It is the great sci-fi traveler that can go to any time <laughs> or any place. It's the TARDIS of, did you get that reference? I did not. It's Doctor Who. It's okay. this phone booth that Doctor Who goes in that can go to any place or any time in the world and anxiety has a TARDIS. Okay. Okay. And we are coming right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. When I was talking to my parents about trying to get them in a home, I used language like, will you allow me to do this? Mm-hmm. So you have allowed me to talk about this right. in this case, but I, I, I want to tread very, very carefully here. Thank you. You asked me about side effects. This has no side effects, except I have to talk less. And as someone who likes to talk, uh, maybe that's good for me, just to talk less every once in a while. What did Socrates say or Diomedes? He said that God gave us two ears and one mouth, mm-hmm. so you should you should talk extra loud. No, that wasn't it. It was two, <laughs> two ears listen and one mouth. More. Yeah, so you should listen more and talk less. All right, so on we go. This is the f- the first thing I learned, and it still took a while to set in. Anxiety is a real problem. It's not made up. It's not a hallucination. So what I have to do is take it seriously and never ever discount it as nothing. Or why are you being so snippy? Or what happens when we have a real problem? Um, It is real. Just because I can't see it or touch it or feel it doesn't mean it's not real. So that is something that I've had to learn The only side effect to that for me is that it can be taxing on the patience of an impatient person. But the real benefit is it's taught me to be patient. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, thank you. I think that it's hard for people who, everybody has their own thing, right? But if anxiety is not their thing, it's hard for somebody to realize, like you're, I mean, I can't tell you how many messages I get and they're so infuriating. like. Oh my gosh, you're, you have such a great life. You have healthy kids. You have a roof over your head. What do you have to be anxious about? And, yeah, yeah. and so that's, that's it, right? right. That 
It, why can't you just be happy? Why can't you just be happy? So, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's um, let's let's move on to the next one. There is no level of success or happiness that can combat this. It's not like super great happy events trumpet. It wins when it wants to. Mm-hmm. So don't say why can't you just be happy. That's the best way to live with it. Don't ask the person why they're not happy. The answer is not always the same. By the way, you're allowed to not be happy just because something's not going well. That's mm-hmm. different. I think you have to understand the difference between anxiety, which is bringing you down, or you know, depression or whatever it is, and oh, I'm sad that you know Duke lost to North Carolina by 13 points. Which is not. Uh, impressively Saturday night in an unprecedented like upset by kind of the so North excited. Carolina Tar Heels. Oh my gosh, you guys. I uh, First of all, <laughs> um, and also you can have anxiety and be really happy. I'm a happy, I know you're going to, you're shocked to hear this because you're like, Ken, this is such a downer podcast, but I'm a happy person. I'm a very happy person. Um, and by the way, so if you live in North Carolina, Duke and UNC played, and it was Coach K's last home game at Duke. And I have no dog in this fight. I grew up in Florida. I I cheer for UNC because my family cheers for UNC. But I really, I kind of wanted Coach K to win his last home game. Like, I, I, I don't. I know. And my son and my husband were evil. Evil and petty, and it was so childish. And they were like, people were so upset and crying on camera. And as I was like, Kai, stop showing the crying people. Stop showing the crying people. And every time they showed somebody crying, you and my son were so petty and terrible that you were laughing. And I just, I could not take it. I had to leave the room. I'm like, you guys are awful. So you obviously don't understand how this works. I don't. Duke, I thought it was so petty Duke and terrible. Car- Duke, North Carolina is extremely petty. And I'm so gonna get, petty. I'm going to get some support from my Duke fans here because they would do the same thing to us. We hate, like, we hate each other irrationally for those two hours irrationally i have a lot of duke fans and then friends, afterwards duke friends yeah sorry did i say fans yes sorry, I, <laughs> no you don't have no duke i have fans. a lot of i meant i have a lot of duke friends who are fans yes um <laughs> like a, a lot of fans of duke <laughs> and there's there's some of my favorite people in the in the world and they're actually the ones i would rather talk to when the game is over right than carolina fans because it just is a like ah! Let's celebrate. Yeah. Burn a couch. Where you know? <laughs> Where's Blue Man? Yeah, where, where's the tequila? Um, I, I mean, I texted with all of my Duke buddies afterwards, and they all to a to a man were like, "Congratulations! That was weird. This is really sad." Aww. Um, uh, we're, we're probably and and also like we're probably it probably got Duke closer to a national championship than North Carolina because loss can really invigorate a team and I bet you they're going to be invigorated. They're like, Duke's better than North Carolina this year. Okay. I know that. But yeah. This is not a sports podcast. Anyway, anyway my I husband's did drink super... the tears of the sadness of a bunch of students who were crying because they and... camped out for two months, even though their parents are paying tuition for Meanwhile, a perfectly well-lit, heated room Duke to go watch Duke is like on our daughter's, like she wants to apply to Duke, so. Oh God, and if, 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 if she gets in, Duke's a great school. Yeah. I just hate their basketball team. <laughs> it's not rational. It's like it's its own mental health issue that we could probably <laughs> talk about, except I love it. Like, oh, my God. Okay. A, a guy wrote a book called To Hate Like This Is To Be Happy Forever. His name's Will Blythe, and it's a great book, and it's all about this. Okay. Where am I? All right. That was that, that was a little trip down uh, happiness lane for me. So um, 
where did I say? Oh, okay. So I said that there's no level of happiness that can combat it. I said that I can't ever say, why can't you just be happy? You shouldn't say that. I think the side effect for me is that it can be tough on someone who craves affirmation and celebration and, and wants to be happy in the moment. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, if I had to call a benefit, this is actually a tough one for me mm-hmm. because I do, I do like to be happy and I like to relish in happy moments, but it has made me more self-reliant in some ways when it comes to affirmation. Like I don't need anyone else to celebrate with. I can just kind of go have my own little happy party. Um, although I do prefer to celebrate with others like that, that part can be tough on someone who wants to celebrate happiness and victory. But also, like, so what if, if someone next to you doesn't want to, like, celebrate? That's, uh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Let that person be themselves. I know, but that's, that is one of the, the, the hard parts. And it's, it makes me sound like such a cold, cold person. I, I, I can imagine that's very hard for you. Right. And, and I'm, I hope you're seeing that I'm, I'm, this is why I'm putting, you asked for the side effects. I did, honey, because I want to um, be really honest with this. But I don't, I don't think that you're a cold, cold person. I know. And, and so you, you saying that, I want to make sure you know that I don't feel that way about oh, you. Okay. Because I think that there are benefits to this. And I, you know, I think I'm more mature than I was before. Um, because I'm, I'm seeing the world outside of my own brain. And that was even when we fell in love and got married and like, you can do that without really understanding what's going on in someone's head. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to do that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's different from what goes on in my brain. Okay. This is really easy. Um, anxiety is not something that I pen can fix. I cannot fix your anxiety. So do not try to fix it to make it go away. Don't yeah. try to fix it. It's not about the nail. I can't pull the nail out of your head. I have to understand that it's hard that there is a nail stuck in your head. Yeah, and and thank you for saying that and acknowledging that. I think because what I need what and what I need every single time is like a little bit different. So sometimes I need silence, sometimes I need a big bear hug, like an anxiety blanket bear hug, and I need these very different things, and you're really good at kind of respecting that. But yeah, you're not gonna be able to fix it, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because you would be the best fixer if if this was the Oh, option. that's all I wanna do. Um, and there used to be a side effect for this where I just, you know, I wanna be your hero, mm-hmm. and I can't be your hero if I can't fix it. And I've, I've learned that, that I don't have that side effect anymore. I've learned that I can be your hero by listening to you and not trying to fix it. This one has the biggest upside to me of anything because it takes the pressure off of me. Mm-hmm. Like I just listen and say, that's hard. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's hard. It's really nice when I learned that I, I, I shouldn't be sitting there waiting to fix it and be the hero of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next thing, the timing of anxiety is wonky. Like I said, it has a TARDIS. It doesn't always correlate with an event, but an event can certainly trigger it at any time. So what I've learned there is, is just learn the signals and just have it in the back of your mind. I don't think I have to be alert mm-hmm. and like staring at you all the time. Like, Ooh, is it going to happen? But there, I mean, there are signals. And as someone living with people with anxiety, when you feel something building, no matter how subtle it is, just be prepared for what's going to happen next. Yeah. And, and for me and everybody's different, it's usually after an event that it, it, it that I, I feel like I do really well in a crisis. And by crisis, I mean, it could be even something very positive. I remember after our wedding, like after, you know, 
we we had this lovely honeymoon, but there was a day I was like just coming. I think it was like the adrenaline crash more than anything. But there is a very weird like cortisol adrenaline thing that happens, and it it releases and creates signs of like physical distress in people. So I think that's why after certain you know going through and going through something, even very good things some people's bodies and brains can react as if there's distress. So even, I mean, for example, we were just watching, you know, last Wednesday finally aired like, Oh, we won the amazing race. That's amazing. But just all the attention and interviews and talking and everything afterwards, I'm having like a little bit of an extrovert hangover from having to be an extrovert for so many days. Yeah, I was amazed by, honestly, I think that you were more extroverted than I was on that trip. Well, it was bonkers. I know. I wanted, well, because I love these. We got to go to South Florida to be with our amazing race family. And I know, like, when, when again, realistically, are we all going to be yeah. together? I, mean, I know we're going to try to plan trips and reunions and stuff like that. But when realistically are we going to get back together? So Penn's like, it's two in the morning. We should go to bed. I'm like, no. We're staying out. And finally, I just went to bed. Finally, he just left. Which which you you do sometimes. Uh, 1,000% <laughs> of the time, am I? I'm like, okay, bye. So, yeah. Right. So, th- just to get back to this, your signals, you have specific signals. I don't, we don't have to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone has their own. And you can even, like, Kim can tell me what to look out for. And I can just be ready for it. I want to applaud you with this, too, by the way, because I will say... Like on Saturday, we got back and we just take PC to a basketball game and whatever. And I got into bed probably like at 6 p.m. I'm like, <laughs> I am not coming out of this bed. I am, you know, and you were like, okay, cool. I'll order dinner. I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. And I got it. And you will just kind of let me have my space. So. I mean, Grubhub has made it easier for those who yeah. cope with this whole situation because taking care of dinner is like pushing one button. Exactly. So I, you asked about side effects for this one. I mean, honestly, like sometimes if there's a, a moment where I was expecting something happy or joyous and this happens, you just, you know, have to be ready and, and adjust your expectations. Here's the thing. I love lowering my expectations when What's it comes to events. Oh yeah. When we go on trips, it's my favorite thing to do. I'm like, this is going to be an absolute disaster. We're going to Disney. It's going to take forever. The lines are going to be so long. We're going to get through three rides. And then when we get through five rides, I'm like, Hey, best trip ever. Um, and I probably drives my family crazy, but that's how I prepare myself to go to Disney. What's, I've got one more. Okay, let's hear it. This shouldn't be the toughest thing for me, but mm-hmm. this is the toughest thing for me. It's not the toughest thing for everybody, but like a big hug is sometimes the answer. Sometimes it's not. Usually it's not. Don't assume that she wants physical touch to make her feel better, but be as close as she allows you to be. Is that right? Yeah. I just like my, my entire day can be made by physical touch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even from like my kids, it can happen from my daughter, like who, you know, she's not like a big huggy person and she comes up and hugs me like that can make my day. My, my dog, like laying in my lap, it's this, just like, I don't know what it is, but it's sort of perfect for me. Like you definitely have to understand that when someone is going through particularly an active panic attack or any sort of anxiety, that doesn't necessarily mean that they want to be hugged. It also doesn't mean that they 
don't find themselves attracted to you or that, or that they have an issue with how you smell or look or any of that stuff. And, you know, I've, I've had, I probably have had irrational feelings about that before where I'm like, oh, she doesn't, she's not really into me anymore yeah. um, as a result. No, I think that that is, it is hard when your love language is physical touch. Like you would love if it was just a constant all day snuggle. And then for me, sometimes what I need is just like a ton of space and silence. It's hard. I would imagine it's hard for you not to feel rejected. And that's really hard. And I'm very sorry that that Don't is. apologize. This is like. The, but I am. I can still feel bad that that this is a side effect that I, in order to feel better, I need silence and distance. And for you to feel like your favorite way to feel loved is for somebody to hold your hand. And so when those, I think that's probably the biggest issue with all this I would see in our marriage is like there are times when I know you need and by the way, guys, this is not every day. This is just like, you know, yeah. in days of panic. So don't think we're in a loveless marriage. But in those days, I know it's very hard for you. And I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, <laughs> you don't have to just, you don't have to golden retriever it. I know it's hard. It is. That part's hard. Like that was the one where I, I didn't know what the benefit was. It was like, I can hug myself. <laughs> no, you don't have yeah. to. Don't pretend. That part's tough. But there's also, but also like I definitely, you need to know, I, I know where you're coming from because I, you know, I've, I've walked with you on this whole thing and I like, I've seen your body shake mm -hmm. when you are having a panic attack and I want to like grab it and squeeze it to see that it gets better. And it does not help yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Sometimes like there have been times where I'm like, just hug me and it's like a weighted blanket and it's good. But yeah. Did you enjoy this? No, this, you did not enjoy this. Like this was, you asked me to do this because you're crazy. I, I hope that this is helpful to other people, but uh, like you just said, I like, this is not my normal thing to do is to write down things that, like my wife has that are deficits. I don't enjoy this. Well, it should be a great podcast if neither of us enjoyed it. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that somebody can hear this who has a partner or is going through, who suffers with this, that can just glean some information about ways to walk beside somebody who has this is my hope. And I hope that to hear from Penn on how he deals with this was helpful. Because quite honestly, I've looked for that information on other in, in other places, you know, dealing with somebody like how to walk with somebody who's going through active addiction, how to how, I, I've looked for how to being a partner to somebody, not the pens going through addiction, just other, other people. And I've not found a lot of that information. So I'm hoping that this helps somebody. Did like uh, did I do okay? You did great. I, I don't know that I need affirmation necessarily. I just want to make sure I've represented you correctly because again, the number one thing I learned is I really shouldn't talk about her anxiety, and I just spent thirty four minutes doing that. You did great. Any corrections? Anything no, that I missed? Any omissions? No, I mean no. And this was, it's a hard one, but I think I hope I hope it's helpful. And you hear like we are so tired. This we are very happy people, and we are very happily married. And I think also we need to prove that you can be happy and have a really high functioning marriage and still 
walk through all of this together. I hope you're happy, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm like, I'm incredibly, I, I, I just, I feel like I'm on a, a heater in Vegas. I feel very lucky. I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> I need to make that clear too. Like I've loved my wife and I'm, I'm definitely, I, I've never thought of ever trading this for anything. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like ever. I've never, it, it's not, I, I, I don't sit around and fantasizing like a better situation. This is, this is the best situation. I love my family. You're awesome. You're hot. You're, Especially now. You're very fun and won us a million dollars with your weird anally retentive anxiety note taking. So like that was, if, if that's not an affirmation, I don't know what is. By the way, our kids are like, what are we going to get? And I'm like, you know what? After taxes, and we plan to share about 30% of it, and then we save for college, there is not a lot. No. Well, also, I mean, can we be fully transparent? We had to leave our business for two months. Yeah. And that took an economic toll. Like, when you're an influencer and you walk away from a platform where, like, fresh new videos are, like, quantified very quickly, and you hire people to help you do that, like, we have to, we have to put some stuff back in the bank for that. So, um, no, I understand, like I, I, the people have asked what we're going to do with the money. The answer is like, we don't know what that's going to look like after taxes for starters. We also don't know when we're going to get it. You know, after taxes and sharing in college, it's n- no new cars are going to be purchased, which is really sad. Um, no, it's but, not. but no, we're, we're very, very, very fortunate. And honestly, like yeah. the fact that our kids, and it's so funny cause I was talking to my friend about it. Because I was like, you know, what a relief. You know, we've been saving, you know, piece by piece for our kids to go to college so they don't have to have the burden of student loan debt. And they're like, uh, dude, if they did happen to want to go to Duke, that ain't going to be enough. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Isn't right. that nuts? You're right. It's Well, it is if you put it in a, you know, if PC's in sixth grade and you put it in a fund and you yeah. let it accrue interest. But that's so sad, the state of our college, that that's not enough. Anyway, um, we're very grateful and we're not going to crap talk that because just the fact that we have that is we feel yeah. incredibly lucky and fortunate and it was total luck anyway um i promise that there's going to be more laughing soon i promise and i think <laughs> this uh thursday hopefully we have uh, raquel and kayla or dusty and ryan on our amazing race podcast i love you baby love you too i'm I, again i really do love you and i'm you're my is, favorite you're my favorite you're my you're crazy to add you were like I want you to tell me all the things that drive me nuts about you this morning. Well, I think Um, it's important (laughs) to, it's important in use because this stemmed out of recently, you did tell me, you're like, listen, this is hard because I know you need silence and I know you need distance, but I need a hug. And I was like, and my heart broke. I was like, oh babe, you know, you're, that's, yes, I am allowed to feel this way, but you're allowed to feel that way too. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, like four year old thing. No honey, Um, but that's what you need. Okay. I love you. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.